Hello and welcome back to On the Brighter Side, Marriage for Entrepreneurs. I am so excited to be back in front of the microphone. It has been a minute. I took a very long break for the summer in order to just enjoy my family and to reorganize and get some things in order before I came back to you with so many exciting things that I can't wait to tell you about. But I wanted to kind of catch you up before we go there and let you know kind of what's going on in my family. So all of my social accounts, I'm going to start using to kind of keep people up to date on my family, on the big things that are going on there, because I think that it applies to what I do as far as marriage coaching, because I think it's important for people to understand that I do have a family and we do run two businesses. And so Me and my husband, we parent together, we are partners in business, we're intimate partners, and we've really worked hard over the last 20 years to build a very intimate friendship, which is what I want for all of you. So all of this content that I produce in my podcast, on my social media channels, what I coach my couples to do is really to go from being general partners and just moving through life together to really creating and cultivating a joint vision and a truly happily ever after. So just to catch you up on what I've been doing since the last podcast I released, my oldest son, who played tennis in high school, went to state and actually their team won state this year. So that was really exciting for his senior year. And then they went straight into graduation. So my oldest son graduated from high school and is, as we speak, preparing to serve a two-year mission in Viña del Mar, Chile. So in a couple of weeks, he will be packing his bags and leaving for two years to serve the people of Chile. So while I'm super sad to be losing my buddy, I'm so excited for all that he is going to experience, to learn about himself, about the world, about God, and about the people of Chile. I really cannot wait, and I will share some of those stories and adventures with you as he kind of experiences all of the newness of living in a completely different country. So that's my oldest. My second finished her freshman year of high school. So that was super fun for them to get to do a year of high school together. She was also on the tennis team that won state. So that was really a fun experience for her, even though she got knocked out of the state tournament really early because she got paired up against the number one seed who actually won second place overall in the whole tournament. But she played her really well and it was fun for her to get to see some really high level tennis. And so she will be starting her sophomore year in a couple of weeks. And then my next daughter will be going into eighth grade. So that'll be fun for her. She'll be the oldest in middle school and so her and her buddies will kind of rule the school and then my youngest will start the fifth grade in a couple of weeks and he as well will be the oldest and kind of get to rule the school for a year so we've had a really great summer just kind of spending time as a family traveling a little bit spending lots of time with extended family and doing 
really just fun summer things. We've been on the lake a little bit. We've been swimming a lot. It's been really hot here. The kids have done camps, tournaments, all kinds of really cool things. So now we're kind of winding up summer and in full back to school mode. So I took some time off to really just enjoy those moments with my kids because now that my oldest is moving out of the house, I'm realizing how quickly that time goes. And I don't want my kids to remember that I was always working or podcasting or coaching while they were doing really fun things. So I wanted to make sure that I was fully participating in all of the really fun and exciting summer activities. And now that they're getting ready to go back to school, I am ready to tell you about some of the really fun things that I was kind of working on in the background and how excited I am to start podcasting again, coaching again, creating content and resources for you. And I also have a really cool, some cool partnerships lined up. So I'm excited to tell you about that as well. So the first thing that I'm really excited to tell you all about is this intimacy level quiz that I've been working on through the summer. So there are four levels of intimacy ranging all the way from level one, which means you have the whole package, you've got all of your different areas of intimacy dialed in and you're just living your best life. Now, I have experienced lots of times in my marriage where I felt that way. I was definitely level one intimacy, banging on all cylinders, right in step with my husband. But I will tell you what, the only certain in life is change. And so it's not enough to just rest on your laurels and think, oh, we have got this. We are doing great. We are level one intimacy. All systems go because you can be feeling that way one minute and completely frustrated, overwhelmed, and unhappy with your marriage the next minute. So you have to always be putting that intentionality and that focus and priority on your marriage relationship to keep it strong and intimate. There's all kinds of things that happen throughout life, different challenges we face and obstacles to overcome and really fun things to celebrate together. But you've got to be sure that you're aware of your partner and your relationship through all of those things because having that intimate friendship in the really hard times is really helpful as well as having someone to celebrate those really high highs with you. So it's important that we're constantly working on our marriage and that we never just think our partner knows how we feel or they're doing just fine or whatever, that we don't need to really spend time together and put that intentionality on our relationship. So the four levels range, like I said, from level one, the whole package, all the way down to cold and disconnected. Now, I can tell you in a matter of, you know, a few months, you can go all the way from top to bottom, level one to level four, if you're not paying attention. So, but it's nice to have a baseline. And even though you might be self-diagnosing yourself like, oh, I, I know I'm a level 
blank in my marriage, you should take this quiz. It's super, super fun. It's linked in the show notes. It's also on my website, www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com, which I'm excited to announce will also be changing. It's getting a facelift. We're getting a new logo, a new name, all the things that more closely represent what me and my business are all about. So I will be telling you about those things in the coming months. But I just wanted to jump on here real quickly and catch you up on what I've been doing in the months that I have been sort of MIA on the podcast and on social media, as well as let you know that I have not forgotten. I have not gone anywhere significant. I've just been enjoying my family and working on things here in the background so that we can really just step up the level of our game in what we are putting out there into the world. Because here's the thing I have been noticing, but divorce is running rampant. It's all around me. My friends, people in my neighborhood, people in my church, friends of friends. I am hearing about so many couples who are really, really struggling. And the statistics are still the same, but they're very real that half of all marriages end in divorce. That really is true. And I would be surprised if that number hasn't gone up after COVID because I know that a lot of couples are really, really struggling. As well as of that 50% of marriages that make it, a very small percentage of those marriages are actually happy, are actually enjoying each other, look forward to being together, and would say that they are happily married. And that to me is so, so, so sad because marriage can be so joyful and it's the perfect environment to grow and learn and to become the best version of ourselves. And we get to do this all with our best friend who not only is there to encourage and support us, but also to witness our transformation and the things that we go through in life. And it's reported that couples wait six years in an unhappy marriage before they seek help. And I would be willing to also say that many couples will choose divorce before they will go to any type of counseling or coaching in order to improve their relationship, which to me is just tragic because obviously I offer marriage coaching. And sometimes when I find out about couples who have chosen to divorce and I think, I wonder what would have happened if I could have just gone, gotten in there just for a few weeks and maybe tried some things to see if there wasn't something that could be done, that could be worked out, some skills or some arrangements or something that could help this couple just get out of this dark hole that would make them feel like divorce was the only option. So all this to say that I feel like the work that I do, as well as many of my colleagues, which I have been working with to create some really exciting things for you that I cannot wait to start telling you all about. But I feel like we are all, we have all been spared for such a time as this. I feel like the work that we do in marriage, strengthening marriages, it's never been more important and valuable than it is right now. And 
the other thing is, is there is a lot of really bad marriage advice out there. I hate to say it, but there really, really is. And so if you are in that place where you are thinking that maybe it would be a good idea to seek out some help with your marriage, which there is no shame in that, it's actually one of the best things that you can do. I want you to be really cautious about who you are sharing the intimate details of your life with. You want to look at their life and make sure that you want something like they have. So while there are fantastic educators out there and marriage coaches or or therapists or things like that, many of whom have never been married or they don't have children or they just live their lives in a very different way. Maybe they have an open relationship or something like that. And it maybe wouldn't be how you would choose to live your life. I would just be cautious about hiring those types of people to help you with your marriage, especially if you're working and you have children and you have all of these different pressures on you that maybe they have never experienced. And so they're just kind of shooting from the hip where there's people like me who are in the trenches, raising children, building businesses, active in the community and in our, in our church, who can just really help you think through and see things that you just might not be seeing because it's your life. It's much easier to see the way out of something difficult when it's not, when you're not feeling all the emotion of it. And so that's something that is really special about marriage coaching. So two things, I want to really encourage you to take this intimacy quiz. It's super fast, three minutes tops, 10 questions that will just help me evaluate where you are on your intimacy scale. And when you take it and you get your results, it's going to give you some great little suggestions and tips on how to increase your intimacy. Even if you're at the highest level of intimacy, I'll still give you some ideas of how to maintain that and how to raise the bar even higher. And the second thing I would encourage you to do is if you're feeling like you could benefit from a little bit of coaching, then I want to encourage you to sign up for a 30 minute free consultation with me. It's not scary at all. We just just sit down and talk about what it is that you would like to improve in your marriage and see if we would be a good fit to work together and if there's a way I can help you kind of get through the weeds, so to speak. So don't wait six years and definitely don't think that divorce is the only option because it's very painless to jump on a 30 minute call and just talk about maybe what some other options might be. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. I promise there is going to be some fantastic episodes coming out here in the next few weeks. You can expect to wake up to a new episode every Thursday. New episodes will drop and I just really can't wait to tell you about all of the really cool things that I have been working on. I am just giddy. We've got this rebrand coming out. I've got a summit that I've been working on. I'll tell you all about a romantic retreat that you can join us for and so much more. So come back same time, same place next week. And I cannot wait to talk to you then. And until then, 
Have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side.